there's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. Today is Saturday, May 15th, 2021. On this day in 2012, Tanya Thomas, a Florida native and mother of four, killed her children before taking her own life. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of this woman's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering crimes committed by Tanya Thomas. Let's go back to the small town of Port St. John near Cape Canaveral, Florida, in the early hours of May 15, 2012. It was a warm night when the residents of a Port St. John suburb awoke to the sound of a single gunshot coming from the Thomas residence. Within moments, a neighbor called 911 to report the incident. While she was on the phone, four children descended on her house, screaming to be let in. The children were 12-year-old Joel Johnson, 13-year-old Jaslyn Johnson, 15-year-old Jax Johnson, and 17-year-old Pebbles Johnson. According to them, their mother, Tanya Thomas, had a gun and was shooting at them. While still on the phone with 911 dispatchers, the neighbors were heard refusing to let the Johnson children inside. They were unable to clearly see who the kids were and were fearful that one of them had the gun in question. The caller's husband was armed and shortly went outside with his own gun. It was then that he saw one of the frantic children bleeding, evidently from a gunshot wound. But the chaos was over as quickly as it started when Tanya Thomas called her children back inside. The neighbors watched from their kitchen window as Joel, Jaslyn, Jax, and Pebbles all followed her orders and returned to the house. It would be the last time the Johnson children were seen alive. When Florida police arrived at the Thomas residence, they were met with a gruesome sight. Tanya had used a 38 caliber revolver to shoot her four children multiple times before turning the gun on herself. They were all dead. Coming up, a possible motive for Tanya Thomas's disturbing actions. Wayne Simmons spent 27 years undercover for the CIA. When he retired from spy work, he got a big break. Terrorism analyst on Fox News. Then he met Kent Clisby. So I'm a real CIA guy. This is total nonsense. I'm Alex French, and I'm here to figure out who's telling the truth. Was Wayne Simmons a spy, or was he nothing but a con man? Imposters is a Spotify original from Parcast. Follow and listen exclusively on Spotify. Now back to the story. On May 15th, 2012, 
33-year-old Tanya Thomas shot and killed her four children before fatally shooting herself. There were a reported 18 to 19 gunshot wounds found on Thomas's children, each of whom had been shot multiple times. The coroner's report indicated that Tanya fired at close range, which pointed to a crime of extreme passion. But Florida police had no idea why Tanya Thomas decided to take her children's lives before ending her own. Tanya's co-workers reported that she was a wonderful employee who promised to continue rising up the company ladder. An investigator from Florida's Department of Children and Families had paid a visit to the family a few weeks before the massacre and reported that the family was doing well and that the children felt safe in their home. But the Thomas neighbors had a different story. According to multiple sources, there was a long history of turbulent fighting at the residence. In fact, 15-year-old Jax Johnson had been arrested just the month prior after a series of violent fights with his mother. The teenager was charged with domestic violence after physically assaulting Tanya when she attempted to wake him up for school. The charge came the day after Jax had thrown a bicycle through a glass window of his mother's house. Following the arrest, Jax spent two days in a juvenile detention facility. In a statement to the sheriff's office, Tanya told authorities that she was trying to get Jax into a program to help with his anger management issues. The family was all too familiar with domestic violence. Jax grew up watching his father, Joe Johnson, frequently engage in physical fights with his mother. In 2000, Jax, Pebbles, Jaslyn, and Joe had all watched as their father punched and kicked her into a wall because she hadn't made dinner yet. The conflict didn't stop there. In 2002, Johnson and Thomas were both arrested on domestic violence charges after another fight broke out. Eventually, the violence between Tanya and Joe resulted in all four children being removed from the house for a month-long period of probation. The Department of Children and Families fought for a longer separation period, but was ultimately denied. However, it doesn't seem like their tension had anything to do with the horrific events of May 15, 2012. At the time of the murder-suicide, Joe and Tanya appear to have been separated. It wasn't clear how long the on-again-off-again couple had been apart, but it was evident that Joe was no longer living in the family home. Criminologist James Allen Fox reported that Tanya's actions were most likely an act of suicide by proxy, which usually occurs when a person is ready to take his or her life, but isn't ready to part with loved ones, most often young children. The act of killing the other person, or in Tanya's case, her four teenage children, is done out of a misplaced sense of possessive love. Thomas's case was unusual because her children were teens. Most instances of suicide by proxy are seen in children younger than five. Patricia Pearson, author of When She Was Bad, How and Why Women Get Away with Murder, weighed in on the Thomas case as well. Pearson noted that women who kill their children often do it because the kids are completely within the adult's so-called sphere of power and can be their primary source of stress. 
However, Tanya's true motivation will never be known. No suicide note was ever found. The only communication Tanya gave was a text message to a coworker asking to be cremated. With no survivors, many details of that tragic evening will never come to light. As such, the reason behind Tanya Thomas's brutal slaying of herself and her four children will never truly be known. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Russell Nash, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Katie Burris, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Vanessa Richardson